What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the Seven Figures or Bust podcast. I'm Christian Brindle. I'm your host. And in this podcast, we want to help you get to seven figures in your business as quickly as possible. On this show, we talk about business, sales, marketing, entrepreneurship, current events, and everything else in between. Today's episode, I want to touch on and share my thoughts and my opinions on Andrew Tate, the most um, polarizing person that we have probably had in our society, really, for probably the last at least couple of years, his entire situation, his rise to stardom, and everything else in between. So let's just jump right into it. First off, um, if you're not familiar with Andrew Tate, let's talk about who Andrew Tate is. So Andrew Tate is a 36-year-old former professional and world champion kickboxer. Um, He currently lives in Romania, and he's currently under investigation and in jail by the Romanian government. He's actually been accused of human trafficking by the Romanian government, kidnapping, and a couple of other really, really ugly charges, okay? So there's kind of two schools of thought when it comes to Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate is somebody that once he finished up his very, very successful kickboxing and, and, um, and fighting career, he ended up going into business and um, social media, you know, becoming a real, you know, for lack of a better word, influencer on social media world, right? That's kind of the world that he went into. And he's probably the best that I have ever seen at getting people's attention by saying something controversial and allowing something to go viral, something that might have a little bit of truth to what he's saying. It might be a topic of something that actually has some truth to it, but he might say it in the worst possible way you can possibly pick. And I think that that's calculated. I think he's much more intelligent and and calculated than people might give him credit for. And we'll kind of jump on to, into this as um, we go throughout the show. But he would take something that might have some truth to it, but also take something that has so much falsehood to it and throw it into a sentence together in a statement. And I think he knew exactly what he was doing. I think he mastered the art form of going viral in our society and in, and, and in on, on social media platforms um, in our modern day 2022-2023 age, okay? As well as anybody that we probably have ever seen. So Andrew Tate's message, right? His message to people, like what does this guy stand for? Well, if you ask him, he would say that he stands for kind of empowering young men to be men, right? To, to not be a victim, to be strong, to be ambitious, right? A lot of things that I would actually agree with, a lot of things I think are actually great messages for men in our society today. I think he talks a lot about how there's a lot of um, push in our general society and social accepted protocols that it's okay for men and particularly young boys to be weak, not, not strong, emotionally or mentally. And it's almost kind of coddled in a way. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm as much as anybody am understanding of mental health. Um, I know everybody has emotions, feelings, everybody has tough times in their life. However, it's so coddled these days to where it almost makes people feel like they have the ability to be put in a victimhood mentality. And I think that's something that Andrew Tate talks about 
quite a lot. Now, early on in his social media career, Andrew Tate was actually talking about dating advice. Him and his brother Tristan kind of um, worked together to put out these videos and kind of put out these clips that were just like little pieces of dating advice and how to be like, you know, a rock star and a stud when it comes to dating for, for men. And that's kind of how he really ended up getting famous. So early on, he had a lot of quotes and comments that ended up just blowing up on social media, going viral on TikToks, YouTube shorts, all, all over social media. And a lot of his comments were kind of deemed to be misogynistic. Okay, so this is the thing with Andrew Tate. If you really look at what he actually says and what his actual message is towards people, there's a lot of stuff that socially and broadly would probably be accepted when it comes to go to the gym, right? Like if you are depressed and you are suicidal potentially because you don't like the way that you look. Maybe you're overweight. Maybe you don't feel very good about yourself. Maybe you're having a hard time finding somebody that wants to go out with you. Well, Andrew Tate's solution to this would be, well, maybe there's things you can do to improve you. Maybe you shouldn't just expect people to just go out with you because they feel bad for you. But maybe there's something you can do to improve yourself. Maybe you can go to the gym and get a six pack. That's something that I've heard him say multiple times on different videos through studying the guy as he's just kind of blown up. Now, Andrew Tate today is the most Googled name in, in the world currently. So I find that it's something that everybody's making a video about. So why don't we? Why don't we do a whole podcast on Seven Figures or Bust podcast about Andrew Tate? So those are the things I think that he says that are actually probably pretty good pretty wise, pretty insightful when you actually get down to the roots of what he's saying and the message behind it. Now, where he crosses the line and where he really gets himself in trouble, in my opinion, is when he kind of jumps into some of his comments about women. Um, he, he's somebody that has done a tremendous amount of podcast interviews on different podcasts. There's been podcasts like that he did with Dave Portnoy, where he goes on and he almost literally says comments like women are property. He almost hints at that. And some people have made the argument that, that Andrew Tate is, is really just trolling, that he's like a professional troll, that he is manipulating the situation. He knows exactly what he's doing. And, um, you know, and he's just trying to do it to get a lot of public outrage. That, that could be, you know, I, I have no doubt that the guy is incredibly smart very well spoken, and I think that he knows how to how to how to control a room when he's giving an interview, and maybe control the narrative. And I think he words things in a way to where he might be saying something that might not be so bad, but he's wording it in a way to, so it sounds a million times worse than it actually is. So my my thoughts on Andrew Tate is there's a lot of things he says that I actually like and I actually agree with when it comes to inspiration, motivation, um, shoot for the stars, try to make the most of yourself, try to make yourself a person of value, right? A man of value, a woman of value. I like all of that. I can get down with all of that and I'm in agreement. It's what I teach as well. However, I don't stand by a lot of the comments he's made about women. Now, if are there are these things he's actually said that he means? I'm not quite sure. I don't know if these are things that he just puts out there for attention or if he actually 
lives his life this way. This is something that I, that I don't know. I don't know the dude's heart. I don't know what's actually in his head. And I don't know what he does behind closed doors. So I'll just leave that where it is. He said a lot of things that I wouldn't agree with when it comes to women, like the fact that they're property. He made a statement one time um, that if he was going out with a girl and she wanted to do OnlyFans, that he would need some of the money <laughs> because she belongs to him. <laughs> and when I first heard it, I laughed. It was kind of like a, just such a crazy thing to say. Now, for me, if I was going out with somebody, if my wife came to me and said, I wanted to do OnlyFans, I would be like, no, absolutely not. You know, I would not want my wife to be on OnlyFans. Um, so whether a person's comfortable with that or not is kind of a different story. But if they were, and, you know, it's almost like, you know, well, because you're going out with me and because you're, you're my, you're my significant other that you have to pay me some, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't really agree with uh, those kind of comments. And I'm not even quite sure if he does either. Now, like I said, I think he, I would call Andrew Tate the king of going viral. He knows what he's going to say. He knows that anything he says can get slipped into a 20 to 30 second clip that can be posted somewhere and can potentially just blow up and get millions of views and go viral, right? Um, I think he underestimated kind of the backlash he would get. And at the end of last year, 2022, I'm actually recording this in January 2023, Andrew Tate gets banned and essentially silenced on all social media platforms, essentially. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all ban Andrew Tate within 24 hours, as they've done with other people. Alex Jones is another one, right? There's a lot of people that these social media platforms have essentially come together and said, all right, all of us together, this person's gone because we don't like what they're saying. Now, I, I, sometimes it's political. Sometimes it's because maybe that person really shouldn't be on social media. I mean, I'm a big advocate for free speech. And so, in my opinion, I think free speech is incredibly important. And I think even if you disagree with somebody's ideas, as long as they're not advocating for violence or criminality, I'm a believer that they should be allowed to share those ideas. And the way that you combat ideas that you disagree with is with discussion, debate, and better ideas. I don't think censorship is the way to go. And I think there's a lot of very smart, intelligent, reasonable people in this country that feel the same way. So do I agree with his censoring of Andrew Tate? I, I, I can't say that I do. Doesn't mean I agree with everything that he stands for and everything that he says. Okay. Now, Andrew Tate's a guy who's very flashy. You know, he's, he appears to be incredibly wealthy. Um, you Google his net worth, like I will Google it right now. It says that Andrew Tate's net worth is $700 million estimated. This is as of January 6, 2023. So that, that's a lot of money. Um, and, you know, Andrew Tate has courses that people can buy. He has one called Hustlers University, which has been widely criticized as kind of like just kind of a joke, training behind a, shadow, in, behind a paywall. I've never actually been in it before, but from what it sounds like, there's a bunch of people that teach you certain things and Andrew Tate's not even really involved. That's neither here or there, but, he, it, but this has become so successful, his courses, his online content that, that he sells, um, and I think he is a believer that all publicity is good publicity. There's no such thing as bad publicity, no matter what, and I think he says outrageous things to get attention on what he's doing, and 
If that is what he's actually been trying to do, it's somewhat brilliant. But there's a lot of people that think that his most recent arrest might have been caused not because he actually committed the crimes that he's being accused of. And to be, let's, let, let me, let's be frank, I have no idea whether he committed the crimes that he's been accused of. But it, And if he did, I hope that justice prevails and he gets sentenced to a very harsh sentence and that there's something that's done about it. Because there's not enough that's done in our world across the, across the entire world when it comes to kidnapping, human trafficking, all of that stuff. Now, that being said, if Andrew Tate was really running a organized crime business, as he's been accused, human trafficking business, it would be incredibly stupid of him to try to try to garner the level of worldwide attention that he's been able to garner. It wouldn't be smart. You think he would be much better off playing it safe and just kind of being behind the scenes under people's noses, if you will. Now, who knows if he's actually done it? I think time will tell. Um, he was actually arrested. Let me see if I can find the day. Um, it was actually pretty recently. I'm seeing if I can find the day that he was actually arrested. It looks like he was arrested on December 29th with his brother Tristan and several other people with accusations of, like I mentioned, human trafficking, um, kidnapping, uh, the R word, I will not say, just due to this video potentially becoming demonetized as a result. Um, so some pretty, pretty severe charges, pretty serious accusations that have been thrown at Andrew Tate. Not only him, but his brother Tristan and several other people that a lot of people don't really know who they are. They're not as well known. They're not as well known as Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate. Um, I think it's kind of interesting because it's, it's one of these things where he has been going around ever since he got banned on different interviews. And it's, it's almost very Tupac-esque, if you will. Because Tupac, if anybody is familiar with Tupac, the rapper, right? Tupac widely considered one of the greatest rappers of all time, but he's kind of become almost like um, immortalized after his death, just due to kind of what he stood for, how he lived his life, everything like that. Tupac predicted his own death in a lot of ways. Tupac said for a couple of years leading up to his death that he was probably going to die sooner than later. And so Andrew Tate, after he gets banned on social media, there's a couple of social media platforms, you know, such as Rumble, which is kind of like a YouTube competitor that allow him to stay on the platform. And he really just starts to grow on these platforms and stay relevant. And one thing that he does is, you know, it, it appears that he has a staff of people that take his clips, create different YouTube accounts and post his clips on it and on different social media platforms, which keeps him relevant. I still see his clips, his videos on various random social media accounts pop up all the time in my feed. So it's almost like he's never been banned. He's like, he's still there. He found a way around being canceled. If that's even, if that's even possible. And so he's still been wildly, wildly popular very, very heavily viewed on a lot of these platforms, and he doesn't even have an account anymore. And he's almost single-handedly been building some of these other social media accounts, such as Rumble and things like that, by himself, because people are just 
pouring onto these platforms to be able to watch and listen to his content. Now, Elon Musk, um, you know, he was banned on Twitter. Elon Musk bought Twitter, as many of you know, and Elon Musk takes his ban away, lets him back on Twitter. So he's actually back on Twitter now. Now, Andrew Tate goes around after he's been supposedly, quote unquote, canceled on all these different social media platforms. And he starts saying some pretty profound things. And he talks a lot about being a slave of the Matrix. If anybody's ever seen the Matrix movie, that's kind of what he's talking about. It's almost like you're living in a world that's a simulation and it's not what you believe to be true and real. It's not really the what's actually going on. It's all a lie brought by the powers that be to kind of keep you in a mode to where you're almost like enslaved. That's kind of the, 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 the concept of the movie, The Matrix. So Andrew Tate commonly refers to things as The Matrix. He refers to the government as The Matrix. He refers to social norms as The Matrix. He refers to schooling as The Matrix. Just anything in our, our normal socially acceptable world that has programmed people in terms of what's socially acceptable, what's right, what's wrong. And I don't disagree with him on this whatsoever. I think that a lot of the information that's taught in schools, colleges, and what's kind of deemed as socially acceptable programs people to be workers, programs people to be average, programs people to never get ahead in life. It's just such garbage information. They don't teach anything about insurance. My assistant the other day was telling me in my office that they should teach a class in school that's mandatory about insurance. I agree. I'd teach the class. I would, I would better so many people if I taught that class. Insurance, how to do your taxes, how to, how to build a business, how to form an LLC. These are things that don't get taught in social circles, in normal schools of thought. It's just not what people are thinking about. And it's almost like we're brainwashed. You know, I, I don't quite understand why it is. I think it's really a power thing because I think if you're, if you're the government and you need people to, and I don't mean to get into the, into the, into the, into those, you know, territory here of like, um, uh, conspiracy theory, because that's not where I'm trying to go with this, but I do believe there's some truth in it. The more that you and I rely on the government, the more control and power they have over our lives. And I think it's almost like they don't want people to be too self-dependent. They don't want people to be too powerful on their own. They don't want people to have too many of their own resources. I do believe that there's truth in this on every political party, by the way. I don't think that there's one that's more guilty than another. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe there is one that's more guilty than the other, but I think it's present across the board. I think all politicians need their followers, their voters, and their supporters to be dependent on them as much as possible. So if they really provided information and taught a person to fish, if you will, opposed to just providing fish, if they teach people to fish, they're not going to need them anymore. See how that works. So Andrew Tate commonly refers to this as the matrix. And, you know, he's going to teach you how to escape from the matrix and be your own man, be your woman. I think it's mostly men that he kind of um, markets himself to, if you will, in his products and philosophies, everything like that. But to be your own person, to be self-sufficient, that's an escape from the matrix and learn things that they don't teach you in school, which I agree with all of, by the way. But 
he goes on a multitude of different podcasts, almost goes like on a podcast tour and talks about there's kind of three steps when the powers that be do not want you to be heard. Number one, they cancel you, which they did him. Number two, if that doesn't work, they try to throw you in jail for something that you didn't commit. His words, not mine. Number three, if that doesn't work, they kill you and and, and they frame it as a suicide. Jeff Epstein style. And so that is what he says. And then shortly, shortly thereafter, he gets arrested. This has caused a lot of people to believe that the charges that have come against him are, are false. And it's a, a made up false charge to find a reason to throw him in jail, ruin his reputation, potentially try to destroy him and st- stop him from speaking. Now, that's what a lot of people think. That's what a lot of Tate followers and Tate um, diehard fans believe. Now, whether that's true or not will remain to be seen, I think. I think as time goes on, currently, there's an investigation going on right now when they first arrested him and his brother and everyone else that was involved in this conspiracy. They said that they would be holding them at least 30 days. So I'm sure as time goes on, it's probably been about two weeks now, maybe a little bit more. We will learn a lot more about what's going on with Andrew Tate, and I'm sure we will get more details on it. I think no matter what happens, whether he gets convicted or not, people's minds are going to be made up. There's a segment of people that believe that he did this stuff, whether there's evidence of it or not. And then there's people that believe that he didn't do anything wrong, even if evidence does come out to the contrary. So we haven't seen anybody that's this polarizing that I can remember for a long, long time. I think Andrew Tate is somebody that I think he's very calculated. His father was a professional chess player. Um, He actually did a video before he got arrested where he went on Piers Morgan and played Piers Morgan a game of chess and he had five minutes to checkmate Piers Morgan and he did. (laughs) So he's a chess player. He's a three steps ahead of you thinker type of individual. This, This dude is not dumb. This dude is very intelligent. This guy is incredibly smart. So is there a, is there a situation or a possibility where He knew that he was guilty of XYZ and he knew that they were investigating him and he knew that he was going to get arrested sooner probably rather than later. So he plants these seeds to make it seem like he's predicting that he's going to be framed, planting the seeds in people's minds, you know, almost like just thinking three steps ahead. How can I make it seem like they're framing me and it's the matrix targeting me to silence me? Maybe. I don't know the answer to this. These are just questions that I ask myself when I think about the Andrew Tate story and I think about the Andrew Tate situation. Do I think that there's corruption in the world? A thousand percent. So is it possible that maybe he said some things that people don't want said? Maybe his message is something that some powers that be don't want out there. And maybe there was a bit of framing going on and they're just trying to do everything they can to destroy him. Is that possible? I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. And so I think there's two schools of thought. I don't think we, we know enough information to really make a determination on what the truth is versus what's smoke when it comes to the Andrew Tate situation. Um, It's a very, very interesting story. Very, very interesting development. And if 
there's more to if it to me if it's a more of an interesting story to follow we'll do a part two of this as more information comes out and share with you kind of how this all plays out if it's something that you guys want to hear but everybody seems to have an opinion on andrew tate everybody has something to say when it comes to andrew tate and it's the story I've followed very closely. I've been very interested in terms of what's going on and what the truth is. No, I don't think anybody really knows what the truth is, except for the people that are involved, that are involved with it right now, investigating it. People that Andrew Tate himself, his associates, these are the people that know for sure what's going on. I don't think anybody else really does, even if they pretend to. And so it'll be interesting to see how the situation develops. Anyway, guys, um, what do you guys think about Andrew Tate? and the Andrew Tate situation. Do you think that he was framed? Do you think that he's guilty? Do you think he's a good guy? Do you think he's a bad guy? Do you think he's a positive force in terms of what he, the information he brings? Do you think he's a negative force? I'd love to have a dialogue with you about it. I'd love to kind of hear your thoughts. Comment them down below if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, if you like this kind of content and you like this type of kind of breakdown of something like this that's going on and you want us to do more podcast episodes about us about it, do us a favor and drop a like on this video. If you're listening on an audio platform, make sure to give a five star so we know you guys like this kind of content. Um, it'll be interesting to kind of see how this develops, guys. And um, if we get enough, if we get enough positive reactions to this type of video, then we might do more like it on the Seven Figures or Bus podcast. Anyway, guys, I appreciate your support. I appreciate you watching all the way to the end. Do us a favor, like, comment, subscribe, five star if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or another platform that allows you to do so. Until next time, we'll be back with another podcast episode to help you grow your business, be a better business person, be a critical thinker, most importantly. And um, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks so much. Talk to you later. Adios.